fact or fiction, truth or fairy tale, we all have a story to tell. Welcome to the Storyteller Station, dedicated to sharing stories for all who love to hear them and talking about the craft of creating stories for those who love to write them. I'm Sarah Fenlon Falk, author of two nonfiction works and the upcoming Sage Cheval series. Welcome back to Storyteller Station. So glad you're here. And as always, I hope that whenever and wherever you are when you're listening to this, it is a beautiful day in your neighborhood. It is a cloudy and kind of drippy day here in Illinois as I record this, but there is brighter weather on the horizon and supposedly warmer weather too. So I always look forward to that. Today I wanted to share a little bit with you, a little more of my story with you, and it's very poignant, the timing of this, as I have been waiting for and anticipating and almost dreading, I'll be honest, the results of my yearly PET scan, and that is something that I have done every year as cancer follow-up. So... It has been a long week for me, but I just got the results and my oncologist says she is not very concerned about the findings, even though they did see a couple of things that they want to do further tests on and I'll be going in for those tests. However, I am no longer dreading or too terribly anxious about this anymore. So I'm very thankful and just, just, yes, very thankful. So I wanted to share something that I wrote in June of 2015, and it is entitled The Other Side of Struggle, Not Beyond It. So without further ado, here we go. The Other Side of Struggle, Not Beyond It. I'm done with chemo. The oncologist and I spoke before my last treatment, and due to my somewhat extreme and adverse side effects, he reduced my dose by 50% total last week. He said if the side effects were the same, though he was convinced I wouldn't feel them at all this time, then I would just be done. Well, the side effects were the same, and I even had a side effect that had disappeared return. I'm done with chemo. It has been a bit anticlimactic, I must admit. This is a, there's a sense that something's still hanging over my head. The plan at this point is to continue with Herceptin, that is a HER2 blocker drug, once every three weeks for the next year. This will be done through IV at the block center. I want to go to the block center so that I can continue to receive my IV vitamin C. The problem with this plan, however, is the condition of my heart. I had an echo done before my last treatment and found that my ejection fraction was diminished by 20%. Ejection fraction is the measurement of how much blood the left ventricle of the heart is pumping with each contraction. A normal ejection fraction is somewhere between 55 and 70, 
Mine is 40. I looked that up on the American Heart Association website, and it says, and I quote, an ejection fraction between 40 and 55 indicates damage, perhaps from a previous heart attack, but it may not indicate heart failure. May not indicate heart failure? Oh, good, I I feel better now. The decrease in my heart function is attributed to the Herceptin. I was not given Herceptin at my last treatment due to the results of this echo. The doctors I spoke with seemed confident that withholding this dose will allow my heart to bounce back, and they expected to see an improvement in my ejection fraction next week when I have the echo repeated. Of course, I am concerned for my heart which has already taken on a lot of hard-hitting drugs in its day. I had a lifetime dose of a chemotherapy drug called adriamycin in 1991-92, which is also known to damage heart function and was found to indeed have damaged mine. Going forward, I still have some very weighty decisions to make. I'm concerned about the health and function of my heart, I also want to be sure I'm doing what is necessary to deal with the cancer that is HER2 positive, and that would be the only reason I would take Herceptin in the first place. I went to a gentle yoga class on Wednesday morning. I've always wanted to go, and since the boys are with their Mimi and Papa, I took advantage of the opportunity. It was a quiet, soft, slow-paced class, perfect for my needs. Throughout our time together, we practiced Ujjayi, a form of deep breathing in and out of the nose. I teach deep breathing to my clients and use a different style, breathing in through the nose and exhaling through the mouth. And I found Ujjayi to be very challenging. I kept wanting to open my mouth, especially since with the exhale, we were instructed to make a soft noise that only we could hear. So with Each exhale, I was working to keep my mouth shut and also to coordinate making a noise at the same time. Well, the noise in my ears sounded more like panting or choking, or at the very least, something uncomfortable. I was struggling. Then the instructor said, the only rule here is not to struggle. No struggling. Just do what you're able. I felt freed, released to not breathe right, if that's what I was doing. So with the next exhale, the sound in my head was no longer a choke, but instead it was like a gentle whisper or soft breeze. My pauses in between each breath were not forced or held tightly. They were simple and gentle pauses. This deep breathing practice that I've taught for years took on new life and meaning for me in that moment. Since then, I've reflected on the transition and recognized that once I let go of struggling, once I set myself free from the expectations of, quote, doing it right, I easily entered into a relaxed state where that style of breathing seemed natural to me. 
This led me to wonder more about the concept of struggle and to consider what else I might be keeping myself from. I listened to an interview with Mary O'Malley, author of the book, What's in the Way is the Way. I haven't read the book yet, but I enjoyed the interview and her gentle perspective on life. She talked about the fact that there will always be struggle. Life is like the yin and yang, a dance of light and dark. But if we incorporate and include all of our experiences in life and stop trying to rid ourselves of what is uncomfortable or undesirable, then we can move toward healing. Graham Cook, a vineyard pastor from the UK, has a two-part YouTube series called The Art of Thinking Brilliantly, in which he also addresses adversity, trial, and struggle in life. He poses these questions. What if every trial we face is meant to advance us, to grow us? What if struggle is meant to bring us closer to and make us more aware of the goodness of God? As I considered all that I'd been experiencing and posed these questions to myself, I came to this conclusion. To me, there is another side of struggle, and that other side of struggle is the goodness of God, the light in the dark, wisdom gained in the midst of chaos or adversity. So while I face more difficult decisions, I rest in the fact that I am not confronting a foe, but instead I am approaching the throne of grace and ultimate goodness. I am not entering a battle, but I am dancing in the light. I can rest in the fact that no matter the circumstance, I will grow here. That came from a very difficult place, very difficult time, as you can tell. But I really still do feel and try to live with the understanding that there's this constant tension between pain and purpose, suffering and joy, and in holding that tension and and allowing it in our lives does indeed allow for healing. It, It can move us forward. It can grow us and change us and teach us. So I hope that you found this helpful. I believe struggle and suffering is a universal truth. And whoever you are and wherever you are, you can certainly identify with some portion of that. But just remember, there's always another side to the coin. There's always that light in the darkness. There's always the joy in the midst of the pain and suffering. And to look for those miracles, those moments of miracles in the midst of your suffering that that will that will sustain you that will grow you that will hold you so i've just that's my hope and prayer for you today that you would if you've just been seeing the darkness that you would see that that glimmer of light in the midst of your darkness and that you would just begin to see the miracles in the midst of the pain and suffering
So that those are the words and that is the story that I wanted to share with you today. If you want to read more, you can visit my website, sarahfenlandfalk.com. I will go ahead and put up links to the book and the YouTube series that I referenced in this podcast today. And as always, I invite you to join Storyteller Nation for conversation and some freebies. And you can do that on my website, sarahfenlandfalk.com. There's also a Facebook page, Facebook group, that's Storyteller Nation on Facebook. You can just search that and, and drop me a note there. I look forward to spending more time with you next week on Storyteller Station. And as always, have a beautiful day. Bye for now.